Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Dr. Kirsty Seward, behavior scientist and body image healing coach. Each week, I'll bring to you wisdom and insights from my lived experience and my decade of coaching in the health, nutrition, and wellness space. My gift to the world and to you is how deeply I can see and understand you. You can expect raw, vulnerable, and powerful content. My commitment to you is that I will not hold back. The wisdom I share is to help you cultivate self-awareness, reconnect with your body, deepen the most important relationship you have, the one with yourself, and to help you step into the most radiant and authentic version of you. You are worthy. You are enough. I am so grateful you're here right now. Let's begin. Hello, hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. As always, I'm so grateful that you're here listening to this to this episode and and the value that I wish value and wisdom that I wish to share with you. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about relationships, but specifically connection. And the content that I'm sharing today can give you insight into the relationships that you have, but also a very powerful insight into the relationship you have with yourself. And the I'm going to be sharing four P's today. And this framework was brought to me or introduced to me through one of my coaches. And when I first heard it, let's be honest, my ego piped up. <laughs> Good old ego. And I thought, yeah, I'm doing these things. And by these things, I'm talking about relationship to myself here. So relationship to myself, I'm giving myself all of these things, these four P's, um, or I'm considering these in my relationship to self. And it wasn't until a day that I spent with my nephew and I absolutely adore, I have two nephews and I adore them. And my nephew Otis, this is my twin sister's little boy. I was babysitting him one day, looking after him, and we were at the park. And I feel like this day is when these these four Ps really integrated, or I saw the depth that they that they showed in the relationship I had with myself. And I guess you could say that little Otis, the gorgeous human that he is, um, modelled these four Ps for me. And I could see it in a very childlike, very innocent way. And he helped with the integration. And from that day moving forward, I they held more weight to me and more value in the way that I connected to myself. And from that day, I started really shifting into observing myself and the relationship I had with myself and how I was playing out these four P's in the relationship that I had with myself. So as I go through this content, you can um, take it on board talking in terms of your intimate relationship or a relationship in your life with another human, or you can use it in the relation, use it to connect with the relationship that you have with yourself. I truly believe 
that the relationship we have with others is simply a mirror of the relationship we have with ourselves. And the relationships we have with others can only go as deep as we're willing to see ourselves. So no matter which way you absorb and apply this content, this content today, I truly believe it always comes back to self. And with anything that we try to do in life or shift, it all begins with self. It all comes from self. That's, that's the only thing we can control is, our, is, is self and how we choose to show up. So let's get started. The four P's are patience, presence, play, and pedestaling. So you could say these are four foundations of connection or relationships. Now, before we go further, I just want to give a definition of what connection is. And Brene Brown, the author, if you haven't read her book, The Power of Vulnerability, I highly recommend you read that. She defines connection really well, and she defines it defines it as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive strength from the relationship. So you can apply that back to yourself. So when you feel seen, heard, and valued within yourself, and when you give and receive without judgment of self as well. So let's start with... Number one is patience. How much patience do you show yourself? So whether it's trying new things or repeating daily routines or having new experiences or being in challenging environments or having even difficult conversations, how much patience do you show for yourself and for others? Big question, right? Um, Because patience is a really important element to connection and to growth. Like being able to be patient and and speak kindly to yourself and and sit sit in any discomfort and and have patience for your growth and not expect yourself to be ten steps forward than where you currently at where you currently are. It's a really really important thing and often we don't have a lot of patience for ourselves especially when we're trying to shift our mindset or shift limiting beliefs or try new things or set set new intentions and set new new routines we don't have we don't display patience to ourselves so by looking at relationships in your life when when do you get frustrated at others what are they doing in those times? For example, are they, is it like a colleague and they're taking too long to do something? And when, when do you not show yourself that same patience? Like, because when we get triggered by someone and the way they're showing up, it is a part of, it's got nothing to do with them, to be honest. It's a part of ourselves that we have not yet accepted or seen. So when we get frustrated or feel impatient around someone else doing something or triggered by this, it's a beautiful window for us to look and go, where do I not give myself that patience? Or where have I not given myself that patience? So number one is patience. Number two is presence. So 
I spoke about being present and mindfulness in the pre in episode two, the previous episode, and I spoke into how powerful it is to be in the present moment and act from that intentional state. And presence is also a powerful part of deep connection, not only with others, but with self. So how, how much presence do you give to yourself? And even in your downtime, and this was something I was guilty of as well, how much presence do you actually allow yourself just to rest? Or are you resting and are you what I call active rest or distracted rest, which is where you're resting, but you're not really resting. You're like smilelessly scrolling or you're binge watching Netflix or doing something. It's distracted rest. It's not pure, I'm giving my mind and my Um, my brain time to really just rest and sit in nature or something. So how much presence do you have um, with yourself? And like, even when you're, when you're, when you're doing things and when you're around other people, how much presence do you have in the moment? Are you, are you there in the moment or are you checking your phone? Are you distracted? Are you trying to do one task, but you've got 10 other tasks on your mind as well. And you've got 20 tabs opened on your desktop or your laptop and you're not task present at all. So, and that's how we get caught up and wound up in not feeling productive or achieving things that we desire because we're just not present focusing on the one thing that should have our attention at that time. So for deeper connection with self, how present are you with yourself? How present are you to feeling your emotions, to witnessing your thoughts and and journaling them down and being able to process them and or even be aware of them we get stuck in this doing 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 mentality and I've got to do more have more achieve more get more done in my day that we often aren't aware of our actual thoughts and our thoughts influence the way we show up so much and it's when you start to become aware of them you can see any like negative loops that you're stuck in, any repeat thoughts that keep coming up and how they could potentially be sabotaging you to show up in the way that you desire and achieve what you desire. So presence, think about that one. The next one is play. Like how often do you, do you play in your day? So play, and this, this was a big one. This was a big one for me. Play is not something that needs to be planned or that has to be earned or only comes after you achieve something. And my, I'll talk about how my nephew displayed all these things soon, but play is a really integral part of our inner child and, and our soul and, and our soul feeling fulfilled and us feeling fulfilled. And as we age, Age is just a construct, by the way, in the universe. Um, We'll talk about that another day. But as we age, we tend to become so serious with things, right? And we lose the fun element and we often forget why we started them. And at one point, they probably brought a lot of fun to our life. And that's the point business got to me, got got to for me as well and, and work. And I lost, there was no fun there. And that's because the business I'd previously built was so unaligned to what really brought me joy and to who I was that 
I was just showing up and putting in the, doing the things and not really feeling that connectedness and that embodiment of, of what I was, of what I was practicing. So play is really important and play can shift your whole, your whole mindset and bring out so much creativity. And that's what we're here. That's what we're here to do. We're here to share our wisdom with the world and be creative and use our imagination. And and we, so we tap out of that and we don't allow ourselves to have fun and play. So how often do you allow yourself to play and what does play look like to you? For me, plays dancing around the house in the morning or putting music on while I'm cooking meals or um, like going like movement can be played too. For me, I now see my exercise as really enjoyable. I no longer choose to punish my body and do movements that don't serve me. Um, I choose to make it fun and enjoyable and play. And I, I love Pilates. And it challenges me, but it's a lot of play for me too. And so just think about how often do you actually play and how can you incorporate more play into your day and see how that shifts because it's often this thing where we feel like we have to earn it and I haven't done enough today so I don't get to play. And we sacrifice the things that bring us joy and we get we get stuck in this overdoing masculine energy that we don't come back into our feminine essence of play. And it is, it's a play is a real feminine thing and allows us to be expressive and creative and feel our emotions and, and all those wonderful things that our feminine energy does. But, um, I myself used to all used to be stuck in heavily in my masculine energy, my doing energy and didn't allow myself to play. And what I previously would have called play, like going out, socializing, was actually coping or escaping or numbing because the life that I was living was not aligned to my authentic self. So those behaviors or things that I was doing, they weren't adding any any play or fun for me. They were ways to escape. And I wouldn't say all the time, but looking back now, reflecting at where I'm at today, definitely they were ways to escape my reality more so than add value to my reality. And the last one is pedestaling. Where are you pedestaling yourself? So putting yourself above, above others or where are you pedestaling others above you? This one is massive. And for years, I never realized how much I was doing this, how much I was putting other people's opinions or worth above my truth and above, above, above me, above what I knew in my heart to be true for me. And that went for business, that went for relationships, for friendships, and just even some day-to-day decisions like outsourcing outsourcing my truth to other people and not trusting, trusting myself Um, and missing those opportunities to really lean into what aligned with me and constantly putting others' opinions above mine. And that would go from like business coaches to other experts in the field, even other businesses like, oh, they're doing things this way. I should be doing things that way, which were just not aligned to me. Um, but then also the flip side of that, where are you pedestaling yourself? So where are you putting yourself above others? 
and yeah, be honest, be honest. Cause we, we've all done it at some point, right? Where are you thinking that you are above someone else? Because that holds you back just as much as what it does when you put someone else above you. Because everyone, everyone has wisdom to share. Everyone has lived experience and we can gain wisdom and we can gain expansion and growth and lessons from every, every human being on this planet. And if we pedestal ourselves above them, we miss the opportunity to gain insight into their experience and their wisdom and potentially grow and evolve with that. Deep, right? Deep. And so by you, and this is like, this might sound like a bit of an ass kicking right now, but this is just some honest self-reflection. It's like, where am I putting my myself above others or where am I putting others above me? Because every connection we have and every human that we come across is introduced to us for a purpose and it is to learn something or to grow and evolve. But there is always a purpose behind why we meet people and why they come into our lives. And 100%, um, I'm sure we've all had those moments where it's like that person just came into my life at the right time and they gave me that right lesson or they opened that right that that opportunity that was so aligned to me. There's no wrong or right. I should stop saying right. Um, but there's always a reason why people come into our lives. And I encourage you to think about where are you potentially holding yourself back by putting someone else above you or you above someone else and missing out on the connection on the value that that connect that relationship or moment has to offer you. Cause there is so much wisdom. And even with my clients, I do not desire for my clients to put me on a pedestal. <laughs> I am just as human as they are. And that's what I love about the space that I work in and my clients, because I get to see them for all that they are, all that they are. And they also get to see me for all that I am. And then we each in that relationship and that connection feel reciprocated and valued and seen for us as our true our true selves so the space that I coach and the clients that I work with they know it's a very safe vulnerable space for them to share and be seen for all that they are and I am just as much human (laughs) and have lessons and make mistakes and sometimes have my days where I'm not I don't show up as my best and they get to see all of that too because I don't desire as a coach to be pedestaled either. And what I gain, the wisdom that I gain from my clients and their insights actually help me in so many ways too. They're opportunities for me to grow as well. So the exchange there is such a valuable connection for both of us. Um, But yeah, I do not desire for them to pedestal me and I used to pedestal my coaches and I, I no longer do like, yes, we can all have people where we look up to and we admire, but that's very, that's very different to seeking your, your truth or your direction, um, without going within and also seeing how you feel and coming from the place within yourself as well. So yeah, where are you pedestaling yourself above 
others or where are you putting other people above yourself and, and, and their experience? So these, there's a difference, right, between knowing something and then integrating it. And when I first heard this concept from my coach, like I mentioned at the start, my ego kind of popped up and was like, yeah, I think like, I think I'm pretty good with this. Um, but it wasn't until I spent the day one day with my nephew and, um, he really displayed all of these and it was so beautiful to watch. And mums out there that are listening, you can probably relate to this because you see these little humans, these magical little humans every day. Whereas I am yet to have any kids of my own. And I, absolutely love the quality time that I get with my nephew and we're at the park and it had been a week where one of those weeks where I had overcommitted myself and I was in a bit of overwhelm and but I was so excited to see him and we went to the park and we just we got into play we got into play mode where he was running around on the swings we were spinning we were spinning in circles on this rotating (laughs) I had to push him and we were both and I had to jump on and spin with him and getting dizzy and all the fun things and then he started making this little play cafe and he was making was making me hot chocolates and coffees and ice creams and things and it was just so beautiful to watch him with all four of these elements like he had so much presence in what he was doing like he was either he was on the swing and enjoying that. And then he'd move on to the next thing and be fully present in that moment. When he was doing his little imaginary cafe, he was present there and he was, he was engaging and then he was playing and his imagination was on fire and it was so beautiful to watch and really ignited my imagination after that and tapped back into my creativity. But he was also so so patient with himself and he would like, he'd fall over a couple of times and he'd get back up and he might express himself and, have to have a little bit of shock, but then get back up and keep going. And, and I was watching him play at this play with his cafe and he was trying to put his arm around this, this piece of equipment. And he was so patient with trying to navigate his arm through the ropes and just so much patience with himself and presence and play. And then watching him interact with everyone. And of course, as little humans, they have their core relationships, right? Like, so they have their mum and dad and they, they obviously hold a lot of connection to them, but you just watch them interact and everyone's equal. Like he has the same little laugh to everyone. He talks to everyone and um, like they just treat everyone with so much love, little humans. They treat everyone with just that lens of love, love and joy and curiosity and play and, and patience. And it, it was so beautiful to watch. And it, I guess that was the day that these things kind of integrated integrated these concepts, these four Ps for me. And I started to really look at them and bring more awareness to how, how I was showing them in my relationship to myself. And often now I, I think of my, my inner child. So little curse. And I have an image of curse when she's, when I'm like, I would say I'm about four or five, four, five, six around that age. And whenever I feel any, any of these emotions or feel like I'm not, I need, I'm, I'm not feeling grounded and present. I think of little Kirsten, like, what would she, what, what does she need right now? Or, or I think back to 
watching Otis in the park and being like, how would little curse like to play today? So anytime I get in these notions of feeling overwhelmed or taking life too seriously, which we all get caught up in, I come back to picturing little curse and being like, well, how would she implement the four P's right now? And then I lead with, from that space. I lead from that, that curiosity and that love. So I hope this resonated today. It was just something I wanted to share and the four P's that have really shown me how to connect with myself much more deeply and I guess give a framework around the different elements that can come into our relationship with self and our relationship with others and give you some foundations to to further deepen those connections with self and with others. So I hope this resonates. If it does, please share, share with your friends, family, anyone who you believe will love this content. Please share and tag me on Instagram at Dr. Kirsty Seawood. I will leave you for today and thank you so, so, so much. Actually, no, I'm not going to leave you because there is a reflection prompt for you. (laughs) How could I forget this? Um, So the reflection prompt today for you is how do I currently display the four P's in my relationship to self? So how do I show myself patience, presence, play, and am I pedestaling myself or others anywhere? And have a wonderful day.